So we're going to talk about the counterfeit gospel. <clears throat> These definitely will not be big enough to read on the, the video, but it's okay. I can smell it, sir. Oh, my, if I would have kept using it, we would have been delivering me from Hannes before this was over with. So, <clears throat> so last week we talked about the God-shaped God void. And the whole purpose of that talk was to recognize the fact that we filled our hearts full of junk that was never intended to be there. Um, and it, it's not exclusive between believers and non-believers. Believers have just as much junk in their heart as non-believers do. The only difference is, is believers claim Jesus. Whether or not Jesus claims those believers is a different thing. But we claim, we claim him, they don't claim him, we all got jacked up hearts. <clears throat> and the reason why people who claim Jesus have just as jacked up hearts as people who don't is because we've been taught a gospel that doesn't teach us to, cleanse, to to let the Lord have this stuff inside of us. And so it's the counterfeit gospel. And this is, <clears throat> is going to sound weird. This is going to sound just like the gospel. But there's just so much more to the gospel, which is why it's counterfeit. And so this is the gospel. This is what we know. We're sinners. Jesus died for our sin. Give your life to Jesus. You'll go to heaven. But that's not all the gospel. Right. You know, there's a scripture in Romans that says that if you believe that Jesus is the Lord and you confess, you confess, so on and so forth, that you'll be saved. But there's also a scripture that says, repent and you'll be saved. And so there's just so much more to the gospel than just, <clears throat> this is, what we're going to do for, is we're going we're gonna to compare counterfeit and real over and over and over. So the first one is the counterfeit is that Jesus is a pass. What we get with Jesus, when we give our life to Jesus, what we get is a free pass to heaven. It's not that we don't go to it's not that we don't get saved. But that's as far that's that's as much of an opportunity as we want with them. You need to go to heaven. This is how you get to heaven. But the truth is is that what we really actually gain is presence. You don't just get to go to heaven. What's in heaven is the presence of God. And you're allowed in his presence. The issue is, the reason why we got to start here is if we don't ever allow it be, to be more than just a past, then we'll never actually start caring about his presence. And this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. Yeah. You know, when you read <clears throat> about the disciples in Acts, they're walking around, they're doing all this crazy stuff, and then somebody's like, man, those are just some fishermen or something. But you can tell they've been with Jesus. You can tell they've been in the presence of Jesus. That's all we know about them. And it's and that's what we that's what Jesus did. Jesus didn't die so he could get a pass to heaven. Jesus died so that some unrighteous folks could become righteous and then be in the presence of a righteous God who doesn't let unrighteous things in the presence. 
<clears throat> and the other thing about the counterfeit gospel, there's a bunch here. I don't know what order we're going in. But this is the next one. The counterfeit gospel, you know you're believing in the counterfeit gospel because the counterfeit gospel doesn't cost you anything. And that's a lot. I've been walking with Jesus for 20 years on October 23rd. <clears throat> I don't know how much of last night's going to come out, but we're about, we're about to find out. <clears throat> I gave my life to Jesus on October 23rd, 2003. And so I'm, about, I'm, I'm almost at 20 years with Jesus. And it cost me, it's cost me a decent bit. I mean, it, it didn't really cost me that much, honestly, until the last three years when I finally just said yes and said, I'll do whatever you say. And in the last three years, it's pretty much cost me everything. <clears throat> um, but, but, that's, but that's the difference. So we know that we're believing a counterfeit gospel if we don't believe in a Jesus who more of him equals it costing me something. You know, <clears throat> and I said this last week, you know, Jesus, or not Jesus, but the Father, the Father made King Solomon the wisest man that ever lived and the richest man that ever lived. So he's not opposed to you having stuff. But it's when you think that the only thing he does is give you stuff. And he doesn't want to take anything away from you. You know, there was a, there was a period of time I knew Jesus and I was a drug addict. I knew Jesus and I drank all the time. I knew Jesus and I, and I lied to people. I knew Jesus. I just did whatever I wanted to. I knew Jesus and I did whatever I wanted to. And the reason why I lived that way is because that's the, that was the image of a Christian that I was showing my whole entire childhood, and I didn't know anything different. But you can't find that in the Bible. <clears throat> you know, if you read if you read Galatians, flip through real fast. It says, listen. So I'll read something weird. I'm going to not read that right now. Oh, well, I can't find it. But anyways, you read what Paul's writing. It doesn't matter what book you read it. We're, we're reading a scripture, but I can't find that one. I was about to read about circumcision. I didn't want to talk about circumcision, so I just skipped it. <clears throat> but his message is the same. It's this. You used to live like this, then Jesus happened, now you should live like this. Let the former God die, let the old ways 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 die. Like it was very clear that there was an expectation that when you gave your life to Jesus, something new was supposed to come. But we believe in a gospel, especially in America, where that's not the case. It doesn't cost you any. The gospel we've been that we're preaching on Sunday mornings doesn't cost you anything. And if you go and look in Jude, this is, I know where I'm going now. <clears throat> so if you go and look in Jude, which is it's not even a chapter, it's one chapter um, in the New Testament. It's right before Revelation. And this is what... So if, if Jesus doesn't cost you anything, and you can still do anything you want, then that's what it means to abuse grace. And so it says... I say this because some ungodly people have wormed their way into our churches saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. 
And so we give our life to Jesus, and therefore, now there's grace, so therefore we can do whatever we want. And that's not, that's a counterfeit gospel. You know, Lindsay shared a scripture this morning out of Luke, and it just says, you know, hear what it said. Yeah, they, they go through cross. Yeah. Through cross. So to live is to live is to die, and to die is gain. Yeah. Why do you why do you gain the whole world and lose your soul? Like all this all these verses, what we are told in the Word is, you know, there's Paul talks about being a living sacrifice. Like everything we read really has to do with us dying, and who we were dying, and the way we thought dying. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Like let the way you think die, let the way you treated people die. Love your enemies. If you hated your enemies before and Jesus told you to love your enemies now, that means something's got to die. You don't get to love Jesus and hate everybody at the same time. <clears throat> we don't get to. We don't get to love Jesus and judge everybody. We don't get to love Jesus. And we just don't get to do that. We're, we choose. There's a choice. So, <clears throat> the counterfeit gospel... The counterfeit gospel lets you continue to live according to your own will. I'm going to work wherever I want. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I'm going to use my money for whatever I want to use it for. I'll give them 6% of the 10% he's asking for because nobody else really knows what's going on. You know, like less than 10% of people tithe and less than 10, and they tithe on average less than 10%. You know that? So that means we're just, whatever the heck we want to do with our money, that's what we're going to do. <clears throat> or all of our possessions. Um, we talked about this a little bit last time, but 100% of God's, 100% of our money is God's, as well as 100% of our shirts, and 100% of our groceries, and 100% of the buildings, and 100% of the cars, and 100% of our lawnmowers. Like 100% of everything on earth belongs to God. And so we either do what we want with it or what, or what He wants with it. And part of what he wants us to do with it is what we want, which is the conundrum. But it's really not the conundrum if your heart is about what he wants. And so the counterfeit gospel lets us live according to our will. <clears throat> so we make we make our decisions. We're in whatever relationships we want. It doesn't matter what the word says about who we should be around. We choose. We just we're just hanging out with whoever we want to because it's all good. I'm going to church on Sunday. But in Romans 12, 2, it says, "No longer conform to the patterns of the world." But be transformed by the renewing of your mind so you can test and prove what God's will is. Because this is what it's all about. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is we've, we haven't been in the garden for so long that we've forgotten that all it's really about is knowing God and doing whatever He says. That's really, it's, we were made for the garden. We were made to be in perfect communion with Him. We were made to be led by the Holy Spirit, and we were made to be obedient and to be completely vulnerable and transparent and naked in front of each other. No, we were made to be known. And then we give our life to Jesus, and the opportunity that we have is to be in perfect communion with the Father, led by the Holy Spirit, obedient and totally known. You know, what he showed me was when the veil was torn, what was happening was the, the doors to the garden were being reopened. And that's what we have. We get we get to do his will. <clears throat> so mm, mm, mm. 
All right, Jesus. You know you're believing the counterfeit gospel if you don't have any spiritual fruit. <clears throat> you can't find in the Bible where it says that you know that you're a Christian because you say so. It takes confessing it to, and the reason why is because when you confess, you're verbally coming into agreement with who he says he is. Um, and I'm not trying to bash anybody anywhere. If the Lord ever tells us to ask people for to go to give their life to Jesus here, you're just going to stand up in front of everybody. Because if you if you've got to hide that in the middle of two thousand people, then you didn't really make that decision. It's not a hidden thing. So he said to confess it, believe it, and tell everybody. So, anyways, so the counterfeit gospel promotes a, a type of fruit because it's not a surrendered type of fruit. And then the real gospel is where you can see spiritual spirit fruit. Um, so this is Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. Galatians 5, verses 19 through 21. <clears throat> and it's really important to talk about this because in Romans it says, those who are children of God are led by the Spirit of God. Okay, children of God are led by the Spirit of God. And so then, and then in Galatians it tells us the evidence of the Holy Spirit at work in our lives. But the first thing it does is it tells us the evidence of, the, of our flesh at work in our lives. And it's really important that we look at those two lists because it's like looking in a mirror and you can't hide from the truth. So, so this is what flesh fruit looks like. And tell me if this sounds familiar in our churches. And it breaks my heart. And this is not, this is not me against you. This is, the, it's time for the bride to wake up and actually embrace the fullness of what we're called to and what we're given the opportunity to be a part of so that we can show the world what Jesus died for. That's what this is about. So it says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are clear. <sighs> Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility. This is, these are the majors. Hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, which is just seeking your own will and doing whatever you want. Dissension, which is dividing people against their authorities. Division in envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other things like these. Like there's so much evidence of the flesh being at work in the church right now. It's, 